Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What is poppin' everyone? I am your host, Ben Carlin, and this is my brother, Jay, who will just be in every episode. Well, what's poppin', brother? And also, if I'm in every episode, doesn't that also just make me a host? I'm I'm possibly willing to settle on co-host, but welcome to the very first episode ever of Popcorn Culture. It's a popcast about culture you consume while also consuming popcorn. Ben, I have to say, right out of the gate, I really like how you're setting the tone for corny jokes nice and early on this show. Hey, hey, Jay, what yeah. do you call a colonel's father? Oh, I don't know. What do you call a colonel's father? Popcorn. <laughs> and we're off. Okay. <laughs> All right, actually, for real, though, why aren't there more jokes about popcorn? I don't know, Ben. Why aren't there more jokes about popcorn? Probably because they're all corny. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm done. I'm done. Sorry. Uh, I'm so glad we're doing this show. Uh, maybe we should start by telling the people who we are, as this is the very first episode ever of Popcorn Culture. Right, sure. So if uh, you're not familiar with Ben and myself uh, already, I uh, hope this is the first episode. Hopefully in the future, maybe people who don't watch Super Carlin Brothers will just start tuning into the podcast. The Popcast, I'm sorry. Jeez, get it right, wow. man. We're already off to We're, a terrible... Should we just quit now? No. no. That's it, guys. We, can we recover. had a good run. We can recover. Uh... But if you're, if you're not familiar with us already, uh, we are perhaps better known as the Super Carlin Brothers over on the YouTube. Over on, over on the YouTube. We yeah. do all sorts of uh, theory. We do trailer breakdowns. We do um, movie reviews, all sorts of stuff. Uh, and we, we kind of wanted to make this podcast as an opportunity for us to go like a little bit deeper mm-hmm. into the topics that we discuss. I think there's something to be said for 
the more short form 10 to 12 minute videos that we make on YouTube that don't necessarily always lend themselves the opportunity for us to like go down the rabbit hole to disagree with one another and sort of like flesh out both sides of an argument. So um, I think that this podcast is finally our opportunity to take the things that we, we do already talk about in some capacity on the internet uh, but then but then extend that a bit further. I think so, and not just in terms of the depth of which the conversation about those things can go, but also the things we actually are able to talk about because the main channel, Super Carlin Brothers, uh, focuses on Star Wars, Marvel, Harry Potter, Disney, and Pixar. And those are those are that's like our niche. That's our corner of the internet. Those five, like almost no one's ever heard of those five things, right? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we Good did, thing we're here. We we chose five very small very indie small. brands to yeah. talk about. That's what course. we're all about here. Yes. But we are of course fans of many other things, and every now and then we'll we'll consider branching out. But it's you know playing around with the YouTube algorithm and stuff can be can be tricky. But now we have the pop to uh, discuss all these all these other things. All these- this could go anywhere. I know, I can tell you, Bachelor, big thing. We're surprise fans of The Bachelor slash Bachelor in Paradise. Slash Bachelorette. Slash, yeah, all... All uh, things uh, under that umbrella. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much what we're saying is that we'd really love to do Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Marvel, and The, the Bachelor. Bachelor. Yeah, people are just like, nope, I just tuned out. Stick around. Hold on. Uh, I don't know. We uh, lo- One of the things we never got to talk about very much was Game of Thrones. That's a little off the table at the moment. So, so many thoughts. This whole year, actually, as we were coming up with finally doing this, uh, this particular project, I feel like we did it at the near expiration point of what is maybe the biggest year in media in like recent history. There have been many things coming to an end this year. Many, many things, yeah. So we had Game of Thrones finished, we had the end to the Avengers saga as we know it. We had Toy Story 4. Yep. Uh, We had the end of Phase 3 of the MCU with the the finale with Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, Marvel found a way to end itself twice. Yes, yeah, which was was impressive and both well executed. Um, But then we also have... Uh, Frozen 2 that just came out last week as we're recording this particular episode. Yep. And Star Wars Episode 9 coming to a close uh, in December. Skywalker Saga. Yes. Saga. Saga. So the saga doesn't continue. It ends. Yes. So if you are listening to this particular episode right now, uh, the game plan for the release schedule for the rest of our content, including probably an enormous amount of coverage of the, the Skywalker Saga, its closure, and the Rise of Skywalker Episode 9... Um, all of our first three episodes of Popcorn Culture are going to be coming out on Christmas Day 2019 uh, so that you can get away from your family, have a big, tall cup of hot chocolate, and just mm. tune in and get out. There you go. If, if Christmas isn't about actually secluding yourself in your room to listen to your favorite YouTubers, I don't know what it's about. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, the magic so, is real. The magic is real. So um, I'm, I'm very excited about this particular prospect. I, I think that it's going to fulfill a want for me personally in terms of how we kind of can bring our opinions to the table yes. uh, in reference to all the things that we do care so very much about. Yeah, I'm excited as well. I think a podcast has been a thing 
on our list for a very long time and it's uh we we've had a little goal on patreon and we finally crossed that line this past month and it was like well guess we better do the thing we better do the thing so here we are recording oh man how do we where do where do we go what's our first kernel our first topic Ooh, hmm that's a good question first nugget we should have probably planned an inaugural maybe we should have Maybe we should have. Let's just, you know what? Let's just start here. Ben, what's what's going on in your life? How are you today? How, how am I? Yeah, how Me, are you Ben? Yeah. Well, I can tell you that coming into the day before Thanksgiving, as mm. we're recording this particular episode, um, we have like 14 million projects going on all at the same time. There is a lot. Anytime you have a holiday coming up when you run a YouTube channel or a vacation or anything like that, it often just means... You're just doing all that work anyway, just ahead of time. Right. You're not really getting it off. So we decided, I don't even think when I came into work today, I knew we were going to be recording this. Well. (laughs) But now we are. Newsflash. Yeah. Uh, We've also had to record some stuff for gaming. We've had to record some ads for some different videos. I edited together the vlog. We had to launch the uh, Giveathon stuff that will direct people to this very pop. And yeah, it's but we, we've got a lot to do, and it's three forty-eight, so clock's ticking. Clock is ticking. Yeah, no. So that's that's a that's a glimpse into the inside of the Super Carlin Brothers headquarters here. Yeah. Um, definitely a whole bunch of projects in the air, including this one. But I am very excited that basically over the next three weeks or so, we're going to have the opportunity to you know really sit down, put together some polished pieces of work. Uh, that we can then deliver to you guys on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. We're basically Santa Claus. There it is. We've just that's three guaranteed gifts you're getting on Christmas. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anyway, guys, if there are topics that you would like to hear us talk about on uh, on the pop, be sure to let us know. Uh, and you can also follow us probably um, at a variety of different places. Hang on, where where do we have our I mean, obviously we're on YouTube. That's probably where people are coming from anyway. It's Super Carlin Brothers. But you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Carlin, J-O-N-K-E-R-L-I-N. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SCB underscore Ben. Because yes, I have an underscore in my handle. Yeah, way to put punctuation in there. Everyone loves it when there's punctuation in. It makes it so easy for searchability. Yeah. That's, exactly. that's, I'm playing with the algorithm, Jay. It's okay. I feel like I made my Twitter handle forever ago when I had a channel called Jonkerlin. Yeah. And it made sense to me then. And then when we started this one, I was like, mm, this is an opportunity to restart. But at the time, I had like like 300 followers or something. And I was wow, like, wait. I was like, then we're going to need every ounce of momentum we can get if we're going to try and get people to watch our channel here on day one. So I didn't change it. And now it's just my name spelled wrong. <laughs> Love that. Do, yeah. do you get questions about that? I don't know. I, I never hear you complain about it, which is unlike you. It, oh, <laughs> no, I don't really get questions about it. Uh, people just sort of accept that that's my online username. And I, I find it personally, I, I think I'm the only one who has a problem with it because I just wish it was clearer like i'm always wondering if people are searching for me and they can't find me or if they think this this can't be right his name is spelled wrong sure or i think people are just learning to spell my name wrong i don't know if any of that's true but 
Yeah, I feel like it doubles down with you a little bit, though, because in the real world, your name is Jonathan. Yeah. And that is what everyone in the real world calls you. Yeah. Basically, other than me. Yeah. Who was pretty much the only person who's ever called you Jay, but because I've done it on the internet, that mm -hmm. is now how everyone knows you. Yes. And just as J, the letter J. The letter J. J. I feel like J-A-Y is pronounced differently. Like, that's J. Yeah. And this is J. I hear it. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking everybody about. Everybody at home can hear it, too. Everyone at home can hear it. Yes. Uh, that, that is a weird phenomenon where in my whole life, uh, mom would call us Jonathan, Benjamin, and Tyler at home. And that was like a mouthful to call us to the dinner table. Mm -hmm. So she would just shorten it to JB and T. But Benjamin and Tyler have pretty obvious shortened versions of their name at just Ben and Ty. Right. So, which is what most people called you guys anyway. And I know what you're all thinking. Wait a minute. Doesn't Jonathan just shorten down to John? And you'd be totally correct about that. Except that that's our dad's name. And that wouldn't make anything less confusing. So, somehow, most of the family ended up just calling me Jay uh, for short because of how we got called to dinner. And it was really just a family thing. Even, like, everyone else in my life just either called me Jonathan or Carlin. And then you started calling me Jay on the internet. And Yeah, I feel like I'm getting yeah. gypped out of credit for your name here. I feel yeah. like the dinner table call, no way, man. No, no. no I way. feel like that's where you got it from. Oh, no, 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 no. no? I'm, okay. I'm a nicknames person through and through. There it is. There's been that. I feel like literally, actually, your middle name is Lewis. And yeah. I feel like for a long time I called you, like, Looney. Oh. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, or yeah, something like that. That was that was a strange like summer. It was like one summer. <laughs> just I'm trying this out. I'm gonna see if it sticks. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think it was the spawning of maybe even MySpace, where I was like trying to come up with like fun captions other than just like here's my brother Jonathan, and it's like there's Looney making a weird face again, and it made <laughs> so much more sense. But anyway, on your names part two uh, complaint list. For my whole life, I always, on like sports teams, wanted to be called Carlin. Yeah. But because you were always that year and a half, two years ahead of me, mm. I like you always beat me to that punch. Oh. And so it was always, I always got this, Lil Carlin. Lil Carlin. And it was like, oh. screw that. So much worse. So much worse. So much worse. Way worse. Very disappointing. Yeah. So, you know, now I, I feel like I've I've almost maybe moved past this aspiration for anybody in the world to ever just call me Carlin. Well, I think because you and I in our personal lives, now, like growing up, people would like, just my friends would call me Carlin a lot. Um, you know, people call each other by their last names frequently in high school. Absolutely. Or whatever. And I think because in our adult social circles and in most uh, even professional circles, you and I sort of arrive as like a package deal everywhere. And so neither of us gets to be called Carlin oh, anymore. Yeah. Right, like, right. No one calls me that. And it's so weird because for so long that was like, like my name half of the time right right no absolutely yeah. but you're absolutely right because we have like the same friends we're business partners together so virtually under almost every circumstance anywhere we are we are there together yeah in some capacity so no one would just say carlin because that would mean either of us right yeah hmm. so we've we've gypped each other out of that name so do you feel like so far our podcast that's supposed to be about pop culture as it relates to things you would consume while eating popcorn, Yeah. Uh, do you feel like discussing the origins of our own individual names has been like a really good start for us? I think this is the nature of all podcasts, Ben, is that you set out to talk about a certain thing, and I'm sure as time goes on we will come in with specific topics, but almost 
almost unavoidably will you veer off and eventually the pop will have uh, a complete life of its own. I mean, do you have a specific uh, media-related topic you would like to discuss? No, absolutely not. No? Okay. For, sure, for sure not. No, I want to save that for our first three episodes. <laughs> first I'm just, episodes. I, the people this, who have the two- preview episode to see what you're going to get, nothing like what you're going to get. 100% <laughs> non-representative of what the rest of the product will look like, uh, except for when we tangent, which will be always. <laughs> if we're not going to discuss media, we should discuss... What is your relation? What's uh, what's your relationship with popcorn like? What is my relationship with popcorn like? Yeah. Man, fantastic question. Um, this is the type of thing where I feel like we are innately non-unique in this particular manner. Mm. Uh, in that, like, we've always said when we were growing up, we watched all of the all of the movies. You know, everything Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Marvel. Yeah. Like, we watched them like on repeat, yeah. and we were just constantly consuming it to the point where we had become like unbeknownst to ourselves experts on it sure but the weird thing about it is that almost everyone who tunes into our channel or you know any of our our media uh all seem to have that in common is that they like watched those uh products a lot yes and and it seems like kids in general like the friends mm-hmm. that we have that have kids like they say like oh my gosh i've seen cars 2 like four hundred thousand times or whatever right. and you're like oh my god why cars 2 like cars 1 is so much better yeah but like cars 3 is like i don't know I, the further i get from it the less it feels like it's it's even in the running like you think it's worse than cars 2 i don't think it's worse than cars 2 it's just almost like not noteworthy enough to talk about it just sort of feels like it happened it came and it went like, Cars 1 was good because it's, like, one of those original Pixar movies. And then Cars 2 was notable for how bad it is. And then Cars 3 is just, like, a thing that happened. It's just, like, a thing that happened. Like, it's not so good that you really want to go back and watch it again or so bad that you can consistently bash it. Right. It's just not really anything. It's just there. But I, how this all relates to popcorn, which was what you were Yeah, <laughs> wait, is, where are we? Is, okay, so I feel like our relationship with popcorn has been funny because I feel like it's almost the same way. So when we were growing up, every Sunday night was like movie night in our household, yes. right? So we would always make popcorn, three minutes on the microwave, take it out with about 48 seconds left. 43. 43, 43 ooh, seconds. okay, so maybe mine were a little like under pop. Maybe, maybe you had a few extra kernels down there. Extra, man, that's upsetting. Mm. Um, but... As time has gone on, I think Tyler, our younger brother, one year for science fair, Mm. was doing a run of tests to see uh, if these different things that you did to popcorn kernels affect the popability of the kernels. Yeah, I think he was soaking them in water for various amounts of time. Right. I believe the way that a kernel pops is basically that there is a, a small amount of moisture inside of it. And as heat is applied, that moisture basically boils and causes the kernel to explode out. Um, learning so much don't quote me on that but i think that that's it so by soaking the kernels in water what you were supposed to get was possibly more water inside of the kernel which Mm -hmm. maybe would either yield more soggy popcorn or a larger popcorn depending on which way you wanted to look at it yeah um i didn't actually think soggy popcorn was going to be a problem i didn't think the shell was permeable enough and did it pop less that was the case soaked popcorn did less i think it popped less yeah yes um but through Tyler's experiment with that, I believe that our family mastered perfect stovetop popcorn. Oh, this of this there can be no doubt. I this is a weird this is a thing where mom would make this like stovetop kettle corn stuff. <laughs> you, you you've heard of it. <laughs> kettle corn. Uh every week and it was like crack. Like it was so good. 
and she just showed us how to make it. Could not be easier. You probably can't do it because your your last name's not Carlin. Don't even try it at home. Sorry, it's a York. bit of an exclusive corn. Bit of a bit of a family secret on how you make stove top kettle corn. Are you about to tell them? Absolutely not. <laughs> you can wonder forever, but uh, it's <laughs> it's not hard at all. You probably, if you have any guess as to how you do it, you're right. That's it. That's probably how. But I went to college and I would, you know, be like, oh man, I'm feeling some popcorn right now. And I would make it. And it was like a thing people, I couldn't believe how nuts people were over the popcorn. Like, certainly you do. You know how to make this, right? No. No. They did not. So I remember like bringing a bowl of popcorn to like some parties sometimes. Like, this is my contribution. And people would, at first, think wow you brought a bowl of popcorn that's for that to be the thing you bring to a party it, it's a little like it underwhelming was, it was underwhelming but sure enough come halftime people are done with all the main courses they start discovering the secret popcorn oh yeah i was it was a hit every yeah. time no this is this is gonna sound so weird but to me my ability to make good popcorn was like something i valued in like my dating world. Oh wow. So it was like it was like the idea of like having a girl come over and uh watch a movie in like at mom and dad's house when we were kids or whatever. The like real point, it wasn't like the clothes I wore, it wasn't my personality, it wasn't my sense of humor. It was like I'm about to make you some of the best popcorn ever. Ever. And it was like I, and, and again like we said, it's not hard to make. Like no. it wasn't like I was accomplishing some culinary feat. No. And yet I was like unreasonably proud. It's all it's all about attitude. If you're so proud of it, sometimes that can add to the flavor. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's like, a little extra wait, essence. Just wait till you try this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It builds the expectation, the hype. Yeah. My wife which, which could never be let down. <laughs> My wife is not as into popcorn as I am. Like, I would say for me, it's probably my favorite snack. Like, if I'm just, like, at home watching TV at night. Sure. But the thing is, you really, it's really better as a shareable, you know? Yeah. One person, not always, not never, but not always capable of taking down a whole bowl of popcorn. Right. So, sometimes I'm like, oh, I got popcorn, and Beth will just... She's like, I don't, I, don't, I don't like it as much as you. And I'm like, I know. I know. I know you it's don't. A, come on. I know. Letting me down over here. A little bit. There's a little nothing, bit. Dude, there's nothing worse than wanting junk food and the other person not wanting it. Because oh. then you just feel guilty. It's like, you want a bowl of ice cream? And it's like, no. No, you can have not, one. It's like, it's like uh, I'm not going to eat ice cream alone. I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm not a monster. That is, if you are off. Like, being, if you're off the healthy schedule with your significant other, it is the worst for both parties. Because I think there's, like, a weird phenomenon where even though everyone knows you should eat healthy, if you're, like, actively trying to eat healthy, I feel like I I have experienced many times what I would call, like, health shaming almost. Okay. Have you ever gotten this? Where you're just like everyone's like at lunch and they're ordering something you're like i'll have the salad and people are like it's like oh. everyone's everyone's like they're not really mad at you they're just upset that you're being healthy because it makes them feel bad that they're not yes and they're the the way they handle it is to like shame you for being healthy and it, it is this weird obstacle because you're doing the right thing yes and like taking care of yourself or like trying to be healthy that that i find to be one of the biggest obstacles to being healthy in social settings 
really is, is like the scrutiny from others. Yes. It, Weird. Yeah, have you not experienced this? Or maybe, maybe you don't actively try as much. Maybe I don't eat healthy enough. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it is the only explanation that I can imagine. Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. When you need 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, the, I mean, this is like a funny thing because if anything, I'll, I'll usually feel guilty for getting like something extra unhealthy mm-hmm. on top of my already unhealthy. So like one of our favorite lunch spots, we go and me and you get these boneless wings. Yeah. And it, every time the place has these fries that I love. Yeah. So I will always get a side of fries on top of my boneless wings. Yeah. And that's, so that's usually me feeling just double guilty for being extra unhealthy. Right. But like, I guess my, my drive Towards the fries. Yeah. Drive for the fries. Drive for the fries. Which doesn't rhyme, but it almost seems like it does. It's like a slant rhyme. It's just, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't slow me down. Doesn't slow you down. It doesn't slow me down. No, no. No. But maybe I should try eating healthier more often and see if I feel guilty about it. Well, it'd be interesting to see if, like, every, like, if, if you got a bunch of people to start doing it, if you could reverse it and, like, the one person who wasn't started feeling like, oh, man. I get the feeling this is sort of oh, the you attitude. Mean, you mean if everyone at the table's eating healthy and the one person's ordering wings? Yeah. Like, I wonder if they would feel bad, like, because if everyone's, if everyone's ordering unhealthy and you order healthy, there's like that, like, oh, come on, you really think you're better than us, don't you? <laughs> get off your high horse. Get, get that sad. Exactly. I get the feeling that... If you were, like, on the West Coast or, like, in the L.A. area or something, it would be the exact opposite. Oh, surely. Surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's like, like, wait, you got a bun with your burger? Are you kidding me? Wow. And it's a beef burger? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Head back to the East Coast with that. (laughs) (laughs) East Coast is the Beast Coast. You know what they say, and there's nothing, there's no reciprocal rhyme. Unfortunately. For the West Coast. It's really just too bad for the West Coast. Yeah. It is too bad for the West Coast. (laughs) Oh man. So anyway, that's my that's my journey down health shaming. I think we've done a good job talking about popular media in this opening pop. The opening pop, yeah. 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 The opening we, pop. Where we talked about food. Yeah. When you go to a movie theater, what what uh is your popcorn order? Okay. This is a weird thing. So we have we have a woman in our office, Jordan who um, is sort of like the the general office manager. Um, and like one of the things that she will frequently do is get to the movie theater for premiere nights yeah. early so that she can like, you know, go and get some of like the, the concessions taken care of and grab some seats and stuff. So shout out to Jordan for being awesome, making our life easy. Yeah. Um, you are very steadfast in your order. Yeah. Which has made it so that like Jordan gets it right 100% of the time. Correct. Like, you're, like, very, like, aggressive about it. I feel like, on the other hand, I am, like, so go with the flow about everything that it somehow ends up being, like, worse. Like, if any... Like, like you're aggressive about the way that you order. It's, like, this is the correct way to do it and anything else is wrong. Mine's so easy, though. It's, like, I just... For what it's worth, I just want a large popcorn with no butter. Cherry Coke. And a cherry Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this we're just talking about the popcorn order, but also cherry Coke, because at the movies is the only place I drink soda. Do you, wait, would you <coughs> say that the cherry Coke is not part of your popcorn order? No. 
Oh, so it's part of my movie order. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Sometimes okay. I'll just get popcorn and no drink, though. No drink. Yeah. Okay, fair That's enough. That's a mistake, mostly, because popcorn makes you thirsty, which is, of course, the point of the popcorn, so that you'll buy more concessions, but whatever. Sure, sure. Yeah. Anyway, what I really am, I'm not complaining so much about getting my popcorn order wrong, because as previously forementioned, I am not particularly, like, aggressive about my order. Like, you really can't mess it up. If you come with me, like, with a, with gallons of butter on it, I'll still eat it. Yeah. If it has no butter, I'll still eat it. Yeah. Um, I usually get a Sprite is my thing, but really what I'm, what I want to complain about is airplane seats because that's totally relevant. So in, including your steadfast nature about your popcorn order, yeah. you have a steadfast order about which airplane seat you want. Oh yeah. I want the window seat. You want the window seat like a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> so I am easygoing about almost everything. I only want the aisle seat. That is the only seat that I want is the aisle seat. So you can get up. So that I can get up. Right. Yes. Because uh, I learned very early on in my airplane travels that I was someone who was so afraid to ask the person next to me to get up that I would frequently get off the plane and have to go to the bathroom so badly yeah. that I was like in physical agony. Yeah. Um, this is a problem. If you're flying with people you know and they're going to be the one sitting next to you, it is much easier to request the window seat because you won't have to deal... Like if you're three deep at the window and the two people next to you are strangers even to each other and you have like a long flight that might involve people going to sleep oh boy you're not getting up there's like it's i mean you're gonna have to be in physical pain because it it takes a lot of courage to be like hey, i need i need to go to the bathroom because <laughs> the the thing about getting going to the bathroom on the plane if you're three deep at the window is they have to get up is they're going to get up twice yep they're going to yep. get up to let you back in who wants that horror just so they can see the runway when you take off no it's not the runway when you take off it's the ground while you're in the air sure like, i enjoyed the view from a plane so much that i that's why I, that's why i like the window seat it's because i can see out the window no i understand yeah. that yeah I, yeah I understand that there's literally no other reason why anybody yeah. would want the closest seat to the wall <laughs> exactly now the absolute this is the worst though is that i don't know why but i would say on almost 80 percent of the flights that we get on it took a while before like uh, it became known that i liked the window seat but every now and then i would just get it at random and on, I would say, four out of five tries, I would also, you'd have the window seat, but then you'd also be right above the wing, which is the worst window seat. Because you can't see through the wing. Oh, yeah. At the yeah, ground. Yeah. It's true. It's, <laughs> and there's the most amount of rumble. <clears throat> yes. Have you ever felt like a shocking number of seats are over the wing? I have. Because what? the number of times I'm like, yes, I get to like look out and see the city as we fly away or whatever is great. And then I'll look down and be like, how am I over the wing again? Right, and right. so often, maybe the wings are just, that they take up, maybe the wings take up like 30% of the. It's the, way more of the plane than yeah. you think. And of yeah. course, if you're in, and it's not really 30% because you don't have a chance of sitting in first class. So like, that's 100% not wings. So like, of the remaining, maybe it's more like 50% or above the wing. And otherwise you're in the back. I don't know. Best case scenario, you are like the very front row on not first class meaning you have all the leg room all the leg room hopefully it's a plane that is like has a row of seats that is a single row of seats on one side so then you have both the aisle and the window Ooh. and you're not above the wing 
That's the that's the prime. That's like that's like the oh. yeah. That's the best one. You have legroom, window, aisle. Ooh, now you, we're talking. Do you think that that physical seat literally glows when you see it? I think the, it does. I think it does. Yeah. As a feature of the mm -hmm. Boeing 747. Yeah. Whatever it's called. It, yeah. It, that is, it is a feature. Yeah. It's like you got the golden chair. There you go. That's yeah. the one. Which somehow sounds like a toilet. That's not what I was going for. I think that's it, a, the porcelain throne. Which, okay, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Anyway, the point is, though, is that once upon a time, you were really adamant about your popcorn order, and somehow that led to me getting middle seats. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I don't know. You don't know how this connection's happening? I don't know how that's happening. I feel like it's, no, I don't even know either. It's, it's like, I envy your ability to be so specific and outspoken about the things that you specifically want that you get them. Yeah. Whereas I feel that if I do that exact thing, the world will intervene and, <laughs> and stop it. And stop it. But instead, what really happens is I'm, I'm like too soft spoken about every single thing, and then I end up being in the middle seat. Ben, what you're failing to realize is what you what you think is a simple thing on my part is actually a. 31-year-old process of exactly the way I live my life. No way. It is a very practiced way to get specific things. So you think about this. Well, no. Well, so here's the thing. What I mean is, like, on our channel, on YouTube, like, we don't have, like, we don't talk about, like, politics or religion or, like, anything like that. Okay. You know, yeah. Right? Yeah. No. Of okay. course. Right. So the thing is, in real life, I don't know about any of those <coughs> things anyway. So that's the thing. Because first of all, I don't feel qualified to talk about so many of those things. That's not the point. But in real life, like I don't like talking about those things in real life either. Sure. Right. But that doesn't mean I don't like to like have serious discussions. But so the way I've solved it is to have serious discussions about, like, what's the maximum way to have serious discussions about things that don't, is to make them about things that don't matter. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So, like, okay. the whole okay. channel is, like, let's get real serious about Harry Potter. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how serious or how one-sided you are on one argument or the other. Because it's, it's just, it's not like... You're it, voting it, for president. Sure, it is something that is meant to be enjoyed, in your right. opinion, should not affect the livelihoods of others. Right. The best way to have strong opinions is about things that don't matter. Ooh. That's what ooh, I think. Fancy. So, now, so now, this is me having strong opinions about things like window seats, though. Sure, right. sure. Which is the worst seat in the world, and I can't believe you would ever want it. But I actually, got stuck. We had a seven-row plane when we were flying to Salt Lake City this past weekend, and I got stuck on seat four. I was in the double middle. You were in the double middle. I was middle. in the double middle bed. I got a hearty cackle out of it. I'm yeah. not going to lie. That was, yeah. that was the worst. Your hardship brought me joy in that <laughs> moment. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm sorry that that happened to you. That's devastating. It was. Um, but do you find that people in general respond positively? Or do you ever find that you uh, or are abrupt about something that people don't expect you to be so abrupt about? I don't... As long as you're not being, like, really negative about it, it's not really a problem. But sometimes people, like, I'm almost joking about everything when I talk about it. And I think it's funny to have strong opinions about things that don't matter. Okay. And so that's normally... <laughs> Should we have a t-shirt that says that? <laughs> because it might funny. help. It, 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 it might. So sometimes people will bring it, like, any, any particular, like, everyday object or something that I've decided I have an opinion about. And if, uh, like, uh, my friend... 
uh, I, I had a friend, and had. his... Oh, no. Oh, no, I, no, I still have a friend. I said this. He just moved away. It's very sad. Single friend. Yeah. One friend. One, one friend. And for a while, we did the Super Carl and Sock Club, where we would have, like, really crazy socks all the time, right? Yes, And, yes. like, this was, like, my one form of rebellion at the job I used to have was to wear just, like, crazy socks every day. I was like, this is a fun thing I'm doing. Yay. So, and was that rebellious? Or... Not- is no. that, like, fun for you? I think it was fun for me. I don't know if it was rebellious, maybe, but it was like, uh, this is a way for me to stand out. This is a thing I'm doing that's, you know, sure. a little fun every day. Okay. Um, anyway. So, I had this whole, like, like it is, like, my strong opinion was it is better to have crazy socks okay. than to not have crazy socks. Like, you are you are doing it wrong. So, I had another friend, though, and he, he had thought out his sock situation just as... Just as much, but in a much smarter way, uh, which was, I just—he, I think he owned like ten pairs of black socks and ten pairs of brown socks, and he just wore whichever one matched, you know, his belt that day. Okay. And to his credit, this makes a lot of sense because when you're doing the laundry, it doesn't really matter if you lose any of those socks because you, you have, do, other you have other, all of them match with sure. each other. Whereas. I had many a missing sock. It sorting through. This was like adding like ten minutes to like sorting laundry. You know, sure. you have to like pair up every single sock with whichever other sock you had. But <clears throat> that was my like strong opinion about this. And so anytime, uh, it, that that was the thing that just came up a lot. <laughs> was was socks? <clears throat> was socks? Okay. And so now standing here today mm-hmm. on November twenty seventh, twenty nineteen socks what do you do i uh avoid wearing socks most of the time that is not helpful it's a complete complete 180 where before it was required that i wear dress socks of some kind every single day now i'm my own boss and so now i'm wearing socks because it's cold outside but like i would say 70 percent of the year it is uh warm enough where we live that you can get away with just not wearing socks and so i don't can we start a segment just called these ankles are amazing (laughs) And it's just bare ankles. Oh, uh, that's a no. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a great. It's uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> well, it's also bit. not a visual medium we're on here. This is all just audio. Well, that's why we can showcase literally <laughs> like once once an episode. We can literally have these ankles are amazing. People and, can just imagine. And people are like, man, those are good ankles. Describe those ankles. They're really just fantastic. Yeah. No, so weirdly, most of the, most of my sock wearing these days is just like to like the gym. So it's mostly athletic socks. Okay. Okay. <coughs> okay. Yeah. So you've gotten kind of like uh, less whimsical, more more practical. F- I I don't even know if practical is the right word. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Um, me and me and my wife are very different on this point. Where once she is in the house, she will continue to wear her shoes almost until she goes to bed. You know, yes, like she, yes. she is like a, she is a shoe wearing person and I am like, I, shoes are for being outside. <laughs> <laughs> they protect your feet they, from the ground. So, so like, I am rarely wearing shoes at the office. I am rarely wearing shoes at uh, home. It is not about cleanliness. It is simply about, uh, I don't know, just freedom. That sounds too much. Too much. <laughs> it's it's, it's a just a comfort thing, I guess. Um, that said, I think not wearing shoes around the house does keep it a lot cleaner, but I do. I mean, no, I think that's true. I I don't think that there, I think that you would be incorrect if you asserted that that wasn't true. I literally, I don't even know if this is like the other end of the spectrum entirely, but I feel like I'm too lazy to take my shoes off when I come in the house. Like 
I, I would never, I never ever think to, to do it. Like I would feel like that was the equivalent of flossing. <laughs> You know, flossing. Floss, like taking it, off no. your shoes is basically flossing. It is not. It's what kind like, of shoes are you wearing that you have to like? You wear boots a lot. Maybe. I'm wearing. I am wearing my my noble high top leather oh trainers gosh. right now, uh, which are like my my weightlifting shoes. Um, hmm. But yeah, no, absolutely. It, this is something where I'm I'm 100 one of those people who like will get home, make dinner, do all of my daily. Uh, requirements at my home, watch a movie, and then, like, as I'm going upstairs, I might, like, take them off while I'm sitting on the couch. You are bananas. It is literally the first thing I do when I walk through the door is I will, like, go to a chair and sit down and take my shoes off and put them in the shoe basket. And I envy you. Yeah. I truly, that's truly. Where I, that's where I'm at. You must have really healthy gums, too. <clears throat> I don't... <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I, I don't floss as much as I should, uh, for sure. Especially for the amount of popcorn <clears throat> that we eat. <laughs> That's true. Because I mean, nothing worse than like the kernel in between the teeth. Oh, the, uh, my other. This is this is the saddest thing. Is that sort of bringing everything full circle? Okay. Is that whenever I'm trying to be especially healthy, I will go. My version of that is just going very low carb, like high protein, high fat. Okay. And that tragically will mean that I abandon popcorn for a while. Okay. And then I feel like it's 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 annoying because I I want popcorn. You want, I, I want popcorn. it's like you have to give it up. It's <laughs> a sacrifice. It's one of those things like growing up, I think our mom when she was on like diets or whatever, she would buy like Smart Pop to eat as like a uh, a healthy snack you can still get away yep, with. Yep. So it, it bothers me that there are uh, versions of being healthy that allow you to eat popcorn but that's not 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 my particular version of it and also smart pop is the absolute worst that's a that's a really aggressive opinion to have about something no like, it's I, not I, I, no it's yes. the correct opinion <laughs> see see this is what i'm talking about you guys this is what i'm talking about oh. this is the correct opinion have you ever had smart pop i don't know i may i mean it's possible that i have but it would be exhausting to me to have that opinion oh my. on my shoulders. Exhausting, exhausting to you. It's exhausting if someone... Imagine imagine this, Ben. You How you often are you encountering Smart Pop? Not very often anymore, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> was that, like a, was that <clears throat> like a conversation? Did Beth have to give up like a prize snack in oh, order to... Oh, no, no, no. I think once upon a time, Jordan bought Smart Pop for The Office. That was a mistake. Oh. Never oh, again. We have our own popcorn maker now, like movie theater style oh, at the we, office. We do. It is very unhealthy. <laughs> it is the it opposite is, of... It, it's dumb it pop. Is, it is dumb pop. It is not smart pop. It is dumb pop. Oh. Well, yeah. Do you, do you want to hear my story that, that led to me not eating popcorn for a while? Fire away. Fire away. Okay, here we go. So, the <coughs> year was 90s. And Star Wars was yeah, being... Yeah, I remember that year. <laughs> the 90s. Star Wars was being re-released mm -hmm. in theaters. Yeah. And we were going to see Return of the Jedi with some of our childhood friends and their mom. And at the end of the movie, uh, when Vader has his helmet removed... Yeah. Um, I had this like thing happen where like popcorn was like stuck in my throat yeah. and as I'm like watching him like struggle to breathe without his mask on I was struggling to breathe because I had this popcorn in my throat mm. and I like had as like a seven eight year old the only thing in my childhood that I could ever remember being close to a panic attack where I was like I can't breathe I need to leave and so like I literally left and I didn't see the party on the Ewok nation oh yeah on Endor on Endor yeah, yeah. And so I, I missed that. 
which was kind of a bummer. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, and so then for a while I didn't eat popcorn because I was afraid my throat was going to close up again. Uh, but eventually I came around, and now I eat popcorn all the time, and it's great. It is risky eating popcorn. That's always every every bowl of popcorn <laughs> is just the it's just a time bomb of something getting stuck in your gums, which is why you need to be good at flossing slash taking your shoes off. Exactly. Oh my gosh, you guys. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to episode one, the pilot episode, if you will, of this podcast called Popcorn Culture, hosted by Ben Carlin with my co-host slash guest of today, Jay Carlin. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, make sure you look out on December 25th for the release of three more episodes. Yeah, I would say set a reminder on your phone to be like December 25th, three episodes of Popcorn Culture coming to me so that I can go and sit in my big beanbag chair with a giant mug of hot chocolate. But it's Christmas, and you'll know that that's what Santa brought you. Maybe you'll have a popcorn ball, too. What's a popcorn ball? That's like a thing you get at Christmas. You get a popcorn ball? I mean, I think it's a thing people get at Christmas. I, I feel never like the only one. popcorn ball I've ever gotten was in a trick-or-treating bag. Maybe it's and a Halloween thing. I, I waited for so long to eat it because I was so excited. It was really big. Yeah. You know, it's like, it, like compared to a snack size, yeah. it was huge. And so I waited so long that I think it went bad. I'm really not doing well, am I? Not not doing good. Well, anyway, share us your uh, best popcorn stories, how you like your popcorn at the movies, and where you like to sit on a plane and why. Uh, feel free to tweet them at us at Jonkerlin, J-O-N-K-E-R-L-I-N, and at SCBben, SCB underscore Ben. Thanks for getting the middle part. That's really critical. You're welcome. Until next time. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.